Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. Great in. All right, we are in. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I'm. Is it like mosquito season? Because I'm getting bit like a motherfucker. I feel like. I definitely have like four or five on my legs. I have at least uh, like eleven on each leg. Whoa! And like at least five on each arm. I've got none of my arms. <sighs> it is very. It is yeah. Mosquitoes here are really like they're like ninjas. They're sneaky. I never feel them. I never see them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when I first moved to Singapore, legit, dude, I thought I had chicken pox again. Mm. I was covered. It was gross. Ask yeah. Carla one day. Like <laughs> I was completely covered head to toe. I was like, I don't know what this is. I don't know if it's bed bugs or scabies or whatever. But the thing is, I feel like I haven't gotten bitten this much in a while. Is something happening? Is like the is, is like the the lack of human traffic causing mosquitoes to just implode Getting more desperate or something like the pop the mosquito population is just like exploding right now like no, Ooh. One's, no one's monitoring that uh, stagnant water yeah what is that what, what, what if like right at the tail end of this like dengue comes dengue. back like full force what if like what if like corona and dengue like merge karengi oh my gosh that's probably possible actually at this point really like you want to be like you want to cover all your bases right yeah, so I, I just take hydrochloric, uh, <laughs> hydrochloroquine. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Apparently Trump just takes it. He just takes it like a supplement. Yeah? Yeah. Like every day he's like, I've been taking it for a week or so. I, I, and then Pelosi was like, I don't think he should be doing that because he's obese and he might die. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a literal taste of his own medicine. Because yeah. it's the medicine that he is pushing and it's also a medicine that, like, um, uh, uh, what was it? Um, I, I found this, like, really random YouTube clip mm. um, of a TV show from 2003 called Dark Zone. Yeah, Dead Zone. Dead Zone. Yes, you sent us a clip. That yeah. was crazy. And they had this clip about um, a, a fictional plague. To be fair, this came out, like, maybe, like, a, a couple of years after but, SARS. Like, the height of SARS. Like, that's what they were, like, kind of going off of. Yeah? Was it Yeah, because it was 2003, so ah, SARS was 2002. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. So, like... It was it was basing a lot of their plague on SARS, yeah. but the, the 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 similarities and parallels were just like eerie because yeah. they were talking about like um, coronavirus. I mean, coronavirus is like the same breed. I get that, mm-hmm. but they were also talking about lockdowns and quarantines, like the same way how we were experiencing them yep, now. Yep, yep. And they even brought up like, oh, the drug to to use is chloroquine, and then they were like, but that's a malaria drug, and then they're like, no, it's chloroquine, like it's it's it'll treat the the, the blah, blah, blah. and the main character guy like passes out because yeah. he has the disease. Yeah, and they're all like, thank you for the hydroxychloroquine, we did it, thanks to you. 
And then Trump comes out and he's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. But actually, like, that video is real. We'll put it up in the show notes. Hell yeah, it's in the show notes. But, um, like, it made me think, like, did Trump, like, watch a rerun or something and, like, <laughs> based his hydroxychloroquine thing off of that? That'd be kind of scary. Well, another Trump, I, I love when, it, it's weird when Trump catches himself and, like, backtracks. Mm. Like, he was, like, he was talking, I think it was on John Oliver, because they were talking about the reopening of sports. Mm-hmm. And then Trump was like, I'm tired of watching games from 14 years ago. I'm tired of watching baseball from 14 years ago. I mean, I don't watch very much. I see, I watch one batter and then I go back to work. But I would watch. Like, <laughs> sure you do. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Like, he kind of digs holes for himself. And and it's also hilarious because like, I think this week Obama finally spoke out. Finally, about yeah, it. at a commencement speech, yeah. yeah. He, and and he didn't use any names. He just you know all of his uh, all of his statements were allusions yeah. to other people. People in charge are acting like children. Yeah, this is the hot take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he didn't name anybody, but um, it. I, I loved that this speech received like so much flack from. Uh, Fox News, yeah, basically saying like, how, "How this is no way to speak during a time like this." And I'm like, "Bitches, are you are you guys watching the Daily News? Like, are you watching yourself? Like, my thing is like, okay, I already there's don't no listen logic. to them. I already don't listen to those people, like the Fox News and all of them and Trump. But like, I'm even more not going to listen to them until they ex- can explain to me what Obamagate is. Yeah, they're just like, it's Obamagate. <laughs> like, what, what is Obamagate? And they're like, oh, you know, like Trump was like, you know. Yeah, it's kind of people hila- know. It's kind of hilarious and terrifying mm. that logic has been thrown so far out the window. Yeah, and and and, and I kind of wanted to get into this um, this episode, um, but about this topic specifically, about how logic can kind of get thrown way, way, way out the window, and it just becomes feelings yeah. based. And it's crazy because, like, you're seeing so many conspiracy theories pop up. And I have been, like, the, the, my YouTube rabbit hole of the week was a, <laughs> a, a handful of conspiracy theories. And, um, like, the, new ones? Old ones? Um, old ones and new ones. Right. And new ones being, like, 5G is causing coronavirus. Um, because what fascinates me more than the actual theories is, like, the people that are behind them. Sure. The people that support them. Because I, I genuinely want to hear what they have to say because I, I am so fascinated by their point of view. I mean, I think the problem is is that, well, I'm going to like diagnose it right away. Mm-hmm. It's like you talk about the like the emotional versus the logic, right? Yeah. The thing is is that like I can keep those two things separate or at least I can, I try to. Yeah. To them, there is no difference. Like this is how I feel, therefore this is what it is. You know what I mean? The earth is flat because I feel like it's flat. Yeah. And then, but it's like, like I'm gonna leave the logic up to the CDC because they're much more like good. <laughs> they're they, much they, more logical. They, they know smart things. Yeah, but it's also I feel like beyond just feelings, um, in terms of like I feel this way, therefore it is. I think it's also a gigantic sim- like um, telltale sign of like narcissism. Mm, yeah, there's a huge element of narcissism when yeah, it yeah, comes yeah. to like peddling conspiracy theories because there is a certain aspect of like I'm special. I have this information and I know this and therefore it is correct because all of you even though if all your research are blind to this <laughs> and like um because of that they feel special they feel like they're in a secret club that knows this thing that everyone else like is blind to and it 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 doesn't ever cease to blow my mind. And um, in case you guys haven't heard, there is the new, the latest hot conspiracy theory out there is that 5G is causing coronavirus and or um, uh, not helping 
Is that the newest hot take? I feel like what's what you call plan? What, what you, the pandemic? That, yeah. That's like that's like newer. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's that's one thing. Um, but people have been burning down towers for weeks now, months. Yeah, yeah. But the pandemic thing, towers. I the pandemic thing, I don't see like a gigantic force behind it or maybe it's because i've been watching more people that shit on it than like actually champion it yeah but the 5g thing is because you hear stories from russia from parts of uk from parts of europe from the u.s so it's like clearly some kind of global movement and i looked quite far into it because i was so curious like why would you in uh, even begin to think that 5g is making you sick like it's not it's like and it's like a virus you know what i mean it's yeah. not it's not like some mental t- like it was there was like a huge rush of like brain cancer yeah yeah like uh, but so, yeah so please the, the, lightness the reason delightness yeah the reasons behind it is because okay so how how waves and frequencies work right is that the distance between the waves yeah that's the frequency right there. Yes, the yeah. frequency. The yeah. frequency, the amount of waves in a given space. Yeah, like the distance between the waves. So like yeah. 10 to the power of minus 2, it's minus 3, minus whatever, 4. Yeah. So like the closer the waves are together, mm-hmm. the more intense a... Yeah. So like yeah. infrared is like the widest, ultraviolet is the strongest. Because you have the visible spectrum. So yeah. be- below that is infrared, so it's less powerful. Yeah. Above that is... Yeah. And then yeah. once you get into like visible light, like your light bulb, yeah. like yeah. lasers and shit, then that's when the wavelengths get shorter and shorter and shorter. And those um, rays can actually be harmful. It can be harmful to DNA, like X-rays mm-hmm. or UV gamma rays. Gamma rays. Yeah. UV Something rays, like- X-rays, gamma rays, cosmic rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in ascending order. Yeah. And wow, I'm amazed I remember this shit. That's pretty good. But um, essentially, 5G is a more intense um, uh, wavelength compared to... 1G, 2G, 3G, and 4G, of mm-hmm. course. Because um, I don't know the exact numbers. You can look this up yourself. But basically, the, the distance between the wavelengths do get shorter. And it goes from a uh, super high frequency mm-hmm. to an extreme high frequency or something like that. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Just real quick. Isn't 1G just like regular phones? I'm not sure. Because it's a generation, right? I think it's like radios. Yeah. Radios something and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio, radio waves. And like 2G is like cellular waves. Mm-hmm. 3G is like when you first yeah. started getting internet. 4G is mm-hmm. faster. And then 5G is yeah. what's causing coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. So like the reason why people have been freaking out about it is because the 5G is classified as, a, as an extremely high frequency. Mm-hmm. And it is closer to microwaves than any of these uh, phone, like, you know, in telecom yeah. uh, waves have been compared to. However, it is still very... Uh, benign. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, the science is if you are afraid of 5G, you should be just as scared of the light bulb in your house. Makes sense. Because the light bulb in your house is emitting much stronger rays. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's because of this classification where it goes from like um, high frequency to super high frequency to extremely high frequency. Like these words, they don't exactly um, encourage calmness. You know, because you're going, yeah. extremely high frequency. But really, it's not that extreme. It's still pretty chill. Um, but because of that, people are freaking out. They're saying that it's causing the immune system to break down, making people more susceptible to the coronavirus. Okay, that makes a little bit of sense then. Because <laughs> I thought they were like, it created the coronavirus. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. They're, they're saying that it's weakening people. Because did you know that there's a whole sect of people um, who believe they are allergic to electromagnetic waves? Oh. Yeah. The new gluten. <laughs> yeah, like they're straight up. It's it's a it's a kind it's a it's a um, documented uh, syndrome mm. where people are 
uh, allergic almost to electromagnetic waves. So like they can't be around any electronics. They can't be. Ele- but is that a legit thing, or is they just? Think oh no no. There's there's no. Well, it's legit to the people that have it with very 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 thick quotation marks here, but. Yeah. No medical right. journal has ever recognized it. There are definitely people out there who feel like it. Yes. Yeah, but there's no. There's yeah. never been any. But no medical journal has ever um, recognized are it. They, because, are they the Amish? I don't know. <laughs> but because they've held studies mm. trying to test this thing, basically putting these um, allergic people in a room with a box. A secret. And not like, telling them yeah. what's inside the box. And then they died. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was more of just like... They found that if when they told people that there was an electronic item in the box, they would get itchy. They would start to like feel sick, right? When really the box was empty. Right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So like they were doing a little like uh, power persuasion. Yes, a little reversal a little, over there. A little placebo action. Yep. But because of studies like that and multiple studies like that, no medical journal has decided to like ever recognize it as a real affliction. It is more a mental. Um, uh, uh, I'll say. Yeah. It's more yeah. mental than anything else. Yeah. You know, fun fact. You ever notice how uh, in front of a microwave oven, they have that little mesh thing? Yeah. You know what that is? No. It literally blocks microwaves. Oh, yeah. And the most... And like, it's, it's inter- okay, I find this interesting. And yeah. some of our more, our more loyal listeners will stick with us on this one. So if you look at the mesh in a microwave, they're a certain size. Yeah. Because if they were... Because of the perfect size to block the actual frequency of, of of microwaves. So if the glass was clear, those microwaves would just be like... It would just be shooting microwaves right into the atmosphere or whatever the fuck. Or oh. right into your face. But it's weird that it's like a physical barrier. Yeah. Like you can look at it and you can look at a microwave and be like, that's how big a frequency of a microwave is. Wow. That yeah, makes a lot cool, of sense. Right? I always just thought it was like the manufacturer's way of obscuring the food from us. <laughs> it's like, I just want to see <laughs> what's see happening what's to happening. my food. <laughs> I just want to see it bubble. <laughs> see, but if you did, your eyes would melt mm. from the microwaves. Yeah. Microwaves have always fascinated me. Like how they alter substances is very fascinating. Have you ever tried melting chocolate in a microwave? I'm guessing it doesn't work very well. It, it actually works beautifully oh. if you get timing just right. Right. And it's a very trial and error process. Like if you go two seconds too far, it solidifies back up again. Huh. It's pretty crazy. I remember once because oh. like, I was trying to sort of temper chocolate. I was trying to liquefy chocolate. Right. Um, and I put it in the microwave for about like 15 seconds. Took it out, stirred it around, and it's like, oh, nice. It's like all melty and shit. Then it's like, oh, there's some little chunks here and there, and I was too lazy to keep stirring. So I put it back in the microwave for like 10 more seconds. And after that, it just hardened back up, and it was irreversible. You know why? Because all the water evaporated. Mm. Wait, do you know how microwaves work? Yeah, it, it, it cooks water. Yeah, because yeah, it doesn't apply heat, right? Yeah. It, like, it excites the hydrogen molecules. In, yeah. This is such great like podcast fodder. This is the scienciest like, opening to a show we've ever had. I yeah, love it. let's hope we're accurate. Um, Fingers <laughs> fucking crossed. <laughs> Fingers fucking crossed. There's a reason why we don't go too much into these things. Yeah, yeah someone fact check us. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think it was the last episode that we recognized that we were stupid. Or two episodes ago, yeah, <laughs> or the first episode, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So it, like it, ex- it doesn't apply heat like a regular oven or yeah. a stovetop. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it the microwaves excite the hydrogen atoms with like they they, they dance. Yeah, they dance, and the dance becomes heat. Yeah, so, but they can dance so much that the water disappears. So like mm-hmm. that's what happens to your chocolate. Right, that makes. That's a lot why of sense. when you're microwaving rice in the microwave, you got to put some extra water in there. Yeah, and also uh, that's the reason why cooking 
uh, vegetables in the microwave is a very, very quick process. And it works veg- great. Yeah. Yeah. Because vegetables are like a high percentage of water. You so got to cover, you, you cover the bowl. Yeah. Cover yeah. the bowl. Put your vegetables in the microwave. Cook it for like a minute or less. Legit. Carrots turn out great. Yeah. Peas turn out great. Yeah. If you like, like, I think microwaves get a bad rep. They're very vilified mm. um, because like, like the colloquial term for it is, oh, let's nuke it, you know? But mm-hmm. it's 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 not that evil. Well, I mean, don't don't make a restaurant based off of microwaving. Yeah, but if you ever want Sizzler. to, like, <laughs> look at you, Sizzler. If you ever, I'm, I'm sure that's true. Tons of other restaurants <laughs> yeah. do that shit. I'm sure. Um, but if you ever want to uh, cook up your vegetables in the healthiest possible way, microwaves is actually the healthiest way because it's the only way that you can maximize the nutrients that. Yeah, because if you like, kept. if you. If you anything like you lose, you know minerals and whatever yeah. to like the cooking process. You'll if you boil, boil it, away, steam it, fry it, it, yeah, you're losing like the stuff that's in the veg. This is where the science stops a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> you're losing the, the, the stuff. The vitamin fairies <laughs> come. Yeah, yeah. the vitamin fairies get burnt away in, in uh, on the, the stove. Stuff. Yeah, but in the microwave, the vitamin fairies are trapped. Especially if you believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for real. Um, if you ever want like. Uh, Really, if you ever want to like taste the full potential of your broccoli, mm. microwave it. I'm telling you, man. Like microwave broccoli compared to like steamed or boiled broccoli. Oh yeah, steam that steamed and boiled broccoli are like really sad. Yeah. The only way that the only thing that like rivals microwave broccoli is blanched broccoli, and you need ice for that. But, I hate I hate cooking when you need to have like an ice bath. I'm but like, blanching is that like you you boil bath. it, then you immediately shock it in cold yeah. water. But yeah. aren't you still losing the the new the vitamin fairies? In yeah, the, the vitamin fairies still get taken away, but like. Yeah. Less compared to like just randomly boiling it, right? Yeah, mindlessly boiling it, I should say. Well, I highly recommend microwaving. It's great because the crunch, the color, it all retains the. It's mineral. crazy how much colorful it like it gets like broccoli green. It gets it becomes like a orange, shocking orange. like monster yeah. energy drink green. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I feel like eating vegetables now. <laughs> That's weird. Um. Yeah you you spent the whole evening cooking. I did. I made bolognese. Bolognese. Every time I say spaghetti bolognese, I, first of all, I say it as bolognese, and then I think of the Loch Ness Monster. Bolognese. They're intrinsically linked. What do Filipinos call like their meat spaghetti? Is it also bolognese? Yeah. Um, oh, mm, I don't know. Good question. I think we should call it spaghetti. Right. There's no other kind. Got it. Huh. I, I, I see in the supermarkets now that they're selling it by like the bag. Oh, they always have. Del Monte. In a little, Del Monte ca- Filipino. Little Capri Sun looking little package thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That's always been around. Ooh. I you laugh, but I put a healthy amount of sugar in ours just now. <laughs> Oh, really? I'd like a tablespoon. Okay. (laughs) Right. That's not a lot compared to the whole batch, but yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so like I I, kind of fell into a weird hole of conspiracy theories and it just makes me like really just curious about the world. Yeah, but it's kind of sad at the same time because conspiracy theories exist because people want to think that there's more to a story. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's. I think that's the whole theory, right? Is like they can't they can't grasp the fact that like one dude decided to kill the most powerful person in the world mm-hmm. in Texas one day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's how conspiracies happened. What is this a reference to? Sorry, that's JFK. He, he was a president. Got it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I was a little obscure, to be fair. But yeah. But like, for a genuine. Oh God, I'm not. I'm not very proud of this. But I think for a while I was a 9/11 def- denier and a moon landing hoaxer. Oh yeah. For a little while. Okay. Like the thing about. Okay, nine eleven. I I highly doubt it. Only because oh, I completely doubt it. Yeah, it's it's just too. It's 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 it, it for it's it too, to have been a conspiracy. 
would have required so much organization. Oh, you mean you highly doubt that it was not a conspiracy? I am totally convinced it was. It was the government. Oh, you're totally convinced it's a conspiracy? Tower 8. No, no. I'm, I'm Okay. Let's clear this up. No, I'm not. I'm just joking. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, there's no way. Like, there's no yeah. way. Um, There's no even point logicing it out. But it would like, have required, like, an intense amount of organization and planning yeah. and forethought, which we're seeing nowadays is very rare in the governments yeah. of most countries. But the thing that kills most theories is just the simple fact. Someone out there, like, so many people would have to keep a secret. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that it's kills a no random. Like sometimes it's just random, man. Sometimes, yeah. shit. but like, um, but can the, you mention the shit that like has gotten out? That if you, like, for example, if Snowden never like did what he did, mm-hmm. and people were like, "I'm telling you, man, the government's spying on us, man." Right? They, they'd listen to our calls. Like, that's you're fucking nuts. But, but it got I, out. <laughs> but wasn't that? I, I feel like that was a concern even before Snowden came out. It was a concern. But, but like, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a known confirmed. Fact. Yeah, yeah. Like you know so, what I mean? It just it sounds like it could be a conspiracy theory. Yeah. But it got out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Like if Elvis was alive, we would know. <laughs> stuff like that. Somebody would. Um, but I was kind of uh, convinced about the moon landing being fake for yeah. quite a long time. Only because this is one of those stories where it honestly kind of makes more sense if it was fake. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so strange that they haven't gone back since. But you have to give it up to NASA to do that. That They could do it in the 60s with the math. Like you watch the fucking... Hidden figures. There's people with blackboards. Just black ladies with blackboards. That's how we got to the fucking moon. Is that how that's blackboards crazy. were invented? Yeah, that's why they call them blackboards. Oh god, oh god, they're heroes. Only the other side of the the lab could use the whiteboards. Yeah, which is the you know we progressed from blackboards to whiteboards. Yeah, there was when we get to yellow boards, then we're really ooh, we're, we're, we're really we're, doing well. We're cooking with gas there. Um, no, but yeah, it, it is. But like, I guess it's like, what's the point of going to the moon? But there is now. That now there is a renewed interest in it. And there should be just because if because it's been too long. <laughs> yeah. I think it's pretty funny. The the biggest things for me that made it strange were that they were in a literal space race mm-hmm. during the Cold War. Mm-hmm. So like it was completely um it, it, it was so crucial that they beat yes. the Russians. Yes, the Soviets, but yes. Same thing. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> um it was it was such a uh important thing for them to do mm. that it's kind of plausible that they would have skipped a few steps and just you know hollywooded it up kubrick man because the yeah like the big things for me that were like space race and they haven't been back since <laughs> and like it's it seems like a pretty yeah easy thing to fake i think it's funny too it's like like the like the one of the most con- I mean, there's tons of proof. Yeah. But one of the most concrete proof people use is like you can aim a laser at the moon and you'll get the signal back because they put mirrors on the moon to reflect lasers. I'm like, that sounds like bullshit. What? You don't know about that? What? What is the implication of that? <laughs> no, like like you can okay. So one of the Apollo missions, uh-huh. they put a reflective mirror uh-huh. on the moon. Uh huh. I don't know why. Okay. Maybe just to prove. Moon landing hoax is wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, moon landing hoax is wrong. But the idea is that you can shoot a laser and it'll take eight minutes because that's how far it is away. It's eight light minutes away. No, that's the sun. It's closer than that. Anyway, it takes some time for it to hit the moon and reflect back, but you'll get the laser back because it's reflecting off the moon. Oh. I don't know how accurate you have to be. You know what I mean? There's weird things like that. I don't know how that works. But that proves the moon landing. Yeah, it proves the moon landing. Got but it. I think it's funny that like the most, the most, the most uh, tangible, eh, tangible, the most solid proof that we have is like sounds like fucking made up sci-fi bullshit yeah it's kind of weird I mean I definitely believe that people have been to the moon 100% 
It's yeah. just it's very it's just very um sketchy whether they did it back then. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it happened in the eighties actually. Like that's that'd be funny. It's like they faked it in the sixties, but they really went in the eighties and then Yeah, I yeah, don't know. I don't know. Like the the big thing for me was also like um those photos with different light sources. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, where's that other shadow coming from? Studio lighting. Things uh, like that. The flag and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. See, I, 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 moon mirror laser. I'm trying to Google it. <laughs> that That's why, like, even though, like, conspiracy theories make me sad and kind of like, meh, I, I, I do sympathize because we, 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 I think it's natural for humans to want there to be more. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, the same people who are, like, um trying to justify this whole pandemic by having it be a a a a cover up or a, a whole you know a way for the government profit to seize to back control of the people to make profits and blah 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 yeah yeah like <laughs> well <laughs> i don't know it's it's it, 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 i i i empathize with people with that point of view but i don't approve of it it's kind of silly and people will believe anything nowadays we should try to start our own theory Consp- like our own conspiracy yeah. theory Something good. Something that'll profit us. <laughs> Listen to good angle. Make you have strong babies. Every podcast in Singapore copied good hang. That I can believe. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. There's no conspiracy big there. Podca- big podcast put us down. Like We didn't actually take a break. They just didn't upload our episodes. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we still have way more than everyone else. <laughs> Bam! What is this, 120? What are we on? 120. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 120. Hey, but also we're if kidding. We were minutes. We're, we're kidding. Two hours. Local podcasts are are a great thing to have. Shout out to um friend of the show Dikosh that just what released up? his own podcast. Ugh, get in line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's going to make you even more bitter to find out that he was like ranked number 4 in all podcasts. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> that's like and like that's cuz his podcast is essentially like it's called Dikosh spills the tea or something, mm-hmm. and it's just pretty much like that, you know, bitching about people and and exposing things and you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, like we... the moon landing. You <laughs> should tackle that. Dikosh next no, it's, episode. It's more like specific people and like you know, like hot takes. It's like a podcast of hot takes, so yeah. it, it 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 remains exciting because you're, you're you always want to hear what his take is on this new situation, right? Uh, and like how he's going to tear this person a, a third asshole. I'm not a big fan of hot takes. I like tepid takes. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. John's tepid takes. Like hugs feel nice. Mm. Tepid take. Yeah. Acceptable take. Yeah. Red meat, you should have red wine. <laughs> I mean... But white wine's okay too if that's what you like. Tepid take. Yeah. I I mean, we could totally pivot and become that kind of podcast. Just, you know, exposing people and calling them out. And... um. I don't know. Something about that makes me wildly uncomfortable. Yeah, I, right? I, I honestly don't know how Dikosh exists on, in, in like a day-to-day capacity. Like, like I, how I, is Dikosh Dikosh? I, yeah, like I would feel like I had a target on my back if I were him. Only because like, like he, to a lot of young people in Singapore, and I, this is weird that I should probably tell him that we're having this <laughs> conversation about him with, like, without him here. I was just joking, D. Uh, but um, <laughs> he has a very large young audience. Mm-hmm. And almost any time any kind of controversy or like bullshit or like uh, misdemeanors happen out in the world, mm-hmm. it is thrown to him. <laughs> right. So like, I'm just imagining what his inbox looks like. Wait, what do you mean? Like people want his opinion? Yeah. Mean, so yeah, people yeah. will send him shit to talk about right, and right, it's right. mostly just like horrible shit. Right. So it's like, 
I, I can just, I, can, I can't imagine what his DMs look like. It's just like a cesspool of yeah. the worst of humanity, and um, it's it's a it's a very heavy undertaking. And hats off to you, D, for for bearing that cross for <laughs> for us. That's why you're D caution. We are not kosh. Yeah. What were we talking about again? Conspiracy theories. Oh yeah, I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? Like, like. My head feels a lot lighter. Did, did your head feel lighter? Not because I mean, of conspiracies, but because I got a haircut. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you trying to get me like contact high or something? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> dude, even like my, my barber, I, w- I went today. My barber was like, dude, your hair is so long. I'm like, yeah, man. I haven't seen you in four months. Yeah. And I genuinely oh, feel Oh, your hair grows slow, huh? Weird. Is it? Because it wasn't that long. Like, it wasn't it like... Four months? Wait, was it? Wait, wait, May? I mean, it's definitely noticeably shorter now, but I didn't really track or register your hair as being like... It was like three months. Yeah. It's long, it was the longest it's ever been. Right. And yeah, I guess my... I think my hair goes fast and slow. <laughs> your hair grows fast and slow. So it gives up at a certain point. Yeah, it's just like, ah. It's like, we've, we've done enough. <laughs> yeah. My hair, it, it, it grows thick before it grows long. Really? Yeah. Mine doesn't grow thick. So like it grows, it just it's so annoying because like it won't always look like it's super long, but the moment I unfurl it or like take a shower or something, it just it it becomes like this mop on my head. Right. Um, and I got a haircut last week, but I think I was just so used to having like this unkempt mane that now even though my hair is like short and neat, like it's still messy <laughs> because yeah, I was I was noticing that just now when you put it in your head, but I'm like, how the hell is it so like yeah, it's still, alfalfa-y. It's yeah. still it's still messy like because Harry like. I've just stopped caring about like right. most grooming. Techniques. Well, I mean, like it's not like I do my hair in, in the when I leave, don't leave the house. So yeah, my hair looks pretty fucked up right now too. But like, yeah, I don't know. I had a weird experience today where it's just like I'm having this weird melancholy slash anxiety towards the end of Circuit Breaker. How come? I don't know. It's just like I'm not ready to go back to the world, or like I'm scared. I don't know. It's really weird. It's an end of an era. I think so. I think there's definitely something about like how. Uh, we tried so or worked so hard towards getting towards some kind of normal or some kind of comfort zone that um, it, it's it's almost like the world has given us an extended vacation. Maybe. And, you know, when vacations are coming to an end, there's always a slight anxiety of like returning back to the real world. And you know what it is, too, is that because my, my, my world is going to be like, I feel like I'm losing all the good stuff and I'm ge- I'm not getting back any of the stuff that's been taken away for so i won't be able to work still for like till phase three if then yeah so like phase one and two i'm still kind of like just like nothing's really changed but then like for context phase one two and three are singapore's methods of um ending the lockdown yeah first phase is i I don't fucking know it sounds (laughs) i pulled it up i pulled it up earlier but it's it's pretty common sense like phase one is just like uh Semi-essential workers can go back to work. If if there's no big deal of transmission, you go back. Preschools can, will start yeah. to reopen, and you can visit your grandma. You can visit your. You can do one family visit per day or something. Yeah. Then phase two is like more stuff, and then f- phase three is like movie theaters, basically. When is it okay for to go to people's houses? Two or three? Phase three. Phase three. Yeah. Man. Oh, maybe two. I'm not sure. Yeah, but uh, I, I would think yeah. that before movie theaters. No, I think they're simultaneous. Like probably ten and below, you know, like like it yeah. was before, because like man, I I I just miss hanging out with friends in like <laughs> a, a, a physical space. <laughs> sure, I get that. <laughs> like it's been so long. Like I, all my interactions with my friends have been over Discord or house party. <laughs> 
and it's it's um yeah it's kind of annoying yeah what are you gonna do though you know what i mean wait but, for the phases i guess yeah but um i definitely feel you in the sense that like once this is over like the the normal rhythm of life is going to continue, but what does that mean? Like, yeah. are you equipped for it? Have you just kind of like s- sunken so far into this like comfort zone? I feel like I've settled into this new normal that the new new normal gives me anxiety mm. or something. I don't yeah. know. I feel like I'm being abandoned somehow. I don't know. I, it's, I'm trying to unpack this feeling that I'm feeling. It's it is kind of weird though. We'll unpack it over the next few weeks yeah. as the lockdown loosens. Yeah, but like, yeah, I just realized as I as like literally like. My my barber cut my hair, and you know how they like uh, my barber for whatever reason faces me away from the mirror. Then he spun me around, and I was just like, "Huh, <laughs> there I am again." <laughs> Is weird. Yeah, I yeah. get you. I, I felt the same way after I got my hair cut. Um, like it was just, I, I was so um, I had I had found such a home in this like wild man. <laughs> me too. Like I, I was like, I have to wear a hairband. I look like an Asian David Beckham. It's great. Yeah. Like today, um, I I was doing this live stream thing on Instagram in the evening, and I had plug. to I had to style my hair. Way to, way to plug use the podcast to plug yourself. <laughs> I had to style my hair for yeah, the yeah. first time in a while. I yeah, I look at my product and my sink. I'm like, I remember you. Yeah, yeah. But how how did that feel like? That's why my hair looks like this right now because <laughs> I tried to style my hair and like I think I forgot how. <laughs> Or like the the muscle memory is definitely it's gonna take a while to get right, back. Right, right, right. Because I was trying for a while and like I had to shoot a whole bunch of stuff and I just kept noticing while I was shooting that wow my hair is still a mess even though it's like cut and neat. You know what was weird? Okay, I feel like and this is part of it too is that like okay my hair was like getting long then it was really long and I was like I hate this then one day I looked in the mirror and I'm like. I kind of like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I look like a K-pop star. Like, I always like, my hair is straight, my hair is straight, my hair is straight. And all of a sudden, I'm like, my hair is slightly wavy? Yeah, because it's like growing out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, as it gets longer, right? You should have so, just let it go. I could have. Or, or you, what you should have done, which is too late to say now, yeah. but keep the length and just neaten up the sides. That's what I always do when I want to try out mm. something new. I always keep the... So, like, my, my fringe is actually still, like... Fairly similar. Yeah. But I just neatened up the sides because I was kind of digging the, the longer look. Yeah, I was wondering if I should... Because also, like... Because my hair, it's like it's like shaved to a two. Like, it's really short on the sides. Yeah. And, like, as it grows out, it gets poofy. And then it's like, oh, it's time for a haircut. Right. But then I pass that phase where, like, oh, there's enough weight that it, it lays it down. I'm like, oh, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I was just too scared. <laughs> Did you always enjoy haircuts? No. No? I used, no. For, I think my most of my childhood hated them. I loved going to get a haircut. Really? I, when I was got hated, I was itchy and it was uncomfortable. Like, it was only because, like, okay, it, it, it's a mixed bag. Like, until I was 14, mm. I didn't really care about how I looked because I was kind of like, you know, this is what I got. Yeah. So I, I just never styled. <laughs> I never styled and never dressed up, never did anything. But I loved getting my hair cut, even though it was, like, a horrible, like, mushroomy kind of, like, situation. Sure. But I loved um, going to the barber shop reading like the comics they had these like comics called Lao Futsu mm. which is this really old school uh, Chinese comic I, I could barely read it but like the pictures were fun right um, and my the, the barber that I went to she had these uh, really like at the time amazing consoles that had like 500 games in one you know those well, no wonder you like going to get your hair cut <laughs> that sucked yeah like you know those things where you can play like Tetris or like uh, 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 
Brick Breaker yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, those like Space Invaders. Alloway. Like, yeah, one of those like 501 yeah. handheld games and I would just play that um, because I would always go after school. So mm. i just go there and like chill. Um, and I also really loved it whenever like she would use the scissors on the hair behind my ear. That's weird. There was just something very ASMR. I mean, a kink it. shame, but... <laughs> like, it wasn't much of a kink. It was more of a, I liked how it tickled and I liked the sound. I liked being able to hear like... The Really? Because I get really nervous when they go around me. I feel like one day they're just going to cut it off. No, no. My, I know, like, my um, uh, my big thing, like, even till today, mm. is that most times when I get my hair cut, I fall asleep. Oh, wow. Almost, almost without fail, I will fall asleep. I get drowsy, but I'm afraid if I sleep, I'm going to go like that, and they're going to fucking cut my hair in a weird way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's happened a handful of times. <laughs> um, because, like, I will do the thing where, like, because you know you're falling asleep. It's one of those you're things. Nodding you know, off. Yeah, you're yeah. nodding off. You're on, like, like when you're on the bus, you're just nodding off. But you know how when you're in that state, you always think that you're disguising yourself as not being yes. asleep. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like you'll always think like, like oh. I'm just blinking really slowly. Yeah, or like I'm just closing my eyes and occasionally like shaking my head or like you know going like, Ugh, you know. <laughs> but really, I'm like stopping my asleep. I'm stopping my head from hitting the floor. Um, and. Almost without fail, every haircut I get, even till today, I, that will happen. Mm. And um, all my, all of my hairstylists um, that I've had from like age fifteen till now yeah. has had to like negotiate around that, <laughs> either by like getting an assistant to hold my head up, <laughs> which has happened a few times. Or like that's funny. They just have to hold my head up. You know, they just lean into you as you fall. They just lean. Yeah. Because like, I always tell myself not to do it, but then when I'm actually doing it, I'll always think to myself that I am not actually, you know, I'm hiding it pretty well, but nope. <laughs> like, How the fuck do yeah. they hold your head up and cut your hair? No, like, like okay, if I recall correctly, because, um, like, you know, now, like, right now, the place that I go get my haircut, it's, mm. like, it's, like, it's a fancier place, no shame. Um, <laughs> it's a fancier they place. They have assistance, they just want to bring you tea, they just want to hold your head. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and and it's it is that it's it's and it's a sponsor. Thank you very much, Kim Robinson. Um, <laughs> we can't, oh wait, hold on. Let me try to figure this out. Can't you just like, uh, hi, Kim Robinson? You just sit in the chair and you kind of just like nod your head and like, hey, how, how's it going? And like, you just keep your chin like I'm just keeping my chin tucked. So like I'm in a position to fall asleep. So if I'm like, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Okay, all right, I'm gonna take a nap now. And you just don't move. Why can't you do that? Mm, I think because sometimes they need a better angle on your head. Like they need to have your head that's down. That they have to negotiate. That's that's that they have to move around you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just remember once, like there was like another pair of hands holding my neck up. <laughs> you woke up and someone was just ha- had your face in your hands. In pretty their hands. much. Pretty that's much. That's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's just a product of like bad sleeping habits. So like anytime <laughs> I I have like a seat. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and I'm Nathan will fall asleep instantly. And I, if I'm stationary and I'm seating, then you know it just does off. I think the only place, like, I think like you've fallen asleep on not your bed more than you have on your bed, or it's like equal, fifty-fifty sleeping on your bed versus other places. Probably, yeah. maybe not in hours, but in occurrences. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Oh, if it, we're talking straight up occurrences, then definitely more than your bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, even when I do sleep on my bed, like I can count like on two hands, maybe the number of times this year that I have went to sleep. Right. Sounds like sounds like we're talking about less than ten. Like most times, I fall asleep. 
I don't actually go to sleep. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Like I don't, most times I don't actually like tuck myself in, put the blanket over, put my head in the pillow and then time to sleep. Most times it's like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night with like the computer in front of me. Like I'm like splayed out. Like most times I'll wake up in the middle of the night because I'm just cold because I'm top of the blanket. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So that's not good. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's kind of been the norm for as long as I can remember. Sure. So like, and I, I guess I function. I feel like that's okay. something you're gonna have to change once you hit your thirties. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I, I feel like my late twenties has just been this journey of realizing that there's things in my life that I need to stop doing and fix. <laughs> and I've been pretty good with like um, salt intake, okay, junk food in general, not bad. Um, like sugar. I'm not saying I've stopped any of these things. I still go hard in moderation, but I don't go as hard as I used to. It used to be like. In a week, I could just, like, uh, with no guilt in my conscience, eat, like, three bags of Doritos. It's a real teenager thing. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, like, even if I have one bag of Doritos, it's, like, my my body remembers. Dude, not finishing a bag of chips is a real new thing to me. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) It's a a new lockdown. Not Um, lockdown, but, I mean, like, in recent, like, my early 30s. Like, I'm just, like, because, like, if there's chips, I'm eating it. Like, that's what chips are meant to. (laughs) You just, until the the bottom of the bag. Yeah. Yeah. I always find myself wanting to, like, save it. Because, like, the rational person in me is like, it's a big bag of chips. And there's, like, this, the, the daily intake of sodium per bag is, yeah. like, way too much. It's, like, more than my daily requirements. So, logically, the smart, rational person inside of me is thinking, I'm going to eat maybe, like, a quarter at most a third and yeah. then stop there. And then I as I'm eating it and I'm watching my shit, right? Mm. I always think that I'm being good. I always think that, you know, cuz I can't feel the bottom of the bag. Yep. It's I can still feel chips. Yep. And then I look in the bag and there's like a tenth of it left and right. I'm just like fuck. And then there's a the dilemma of like do I just like kind of go all in at this point yes. or it seems with chips, man. It's like I'm not going to like if I'm eating something it's, I'm going to stop when I'm full <laughs> or when there's no more. That's the thing. Can you get full from eating? Chi- I don't I don't think that's how they're designed. I think they're designed to be Definitely more-ish. Definitely tried. Yeah, I think they're designed to be more-ish. Like, they're designed to be like... Like, a f- to get you full, you need to eat one and a half bags of chips. Like, that's how they design it. Probably. There's our conspiracy theory we're going to peddle. Ooh, big chip. Is... Come, coming at you, Pringle. Yeah. Well, I mean, logically, maybe that's why like Free the bags legs. are always half full. No, that I know why. That's just to protect itself. Air. It's yeah. an air pillow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, I mean, you, you have to admit, some manufacturers are... They um, go crazy. Yeah. It's like three-fourths it's air. It's a lot of air. But then again, they probably have the most whole chips. <laughs> man, fucking chips. I'm trying to be good with it, and I have been better with it recently, but man, like, it, it's, it's, it's like... I miss the invincibility of youth. Yeah. I miss the feeling of having two buffets in a week and like, not thinking about the consequences. I miss the feeling of even being able to have a buffet. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I went to one. Huh. I really can't. Like, because I'm also not like a huge eater, but like, mm-hmm. I used to be able to like, kind of... Put away some food. Yeah. I used yeah. to be able to put away a, a decent you amount. You know what they say, Nathan? Youth is wasted on the young. <laughs> so enjoy really it listeners is. it really is there. like back like back then i probably didn't appreciate uh olives and artichokes and i know i didn't all kinds of weird shit that i enjoy now the things i ate had to have some kind of like adjective 
cool ranch. You know what I mean? It's like... <sighs> I miss being young. Me too. <laughs> but also, like, we're, we can't complain. We're like... We're, we're, well, you're, you're technically in your athletic prime. I, I think so. Yeah. Like, I've, I'm like... I'm I'm getting vascularity in my legs, Nathan. Yeah, that's and then, good. I mean, what time is it now? It's pretty late, but I'm plan. I was planning to go cycling after this. Same. Yeah. Oh, you are you going? Yeah. Ah, that's funny. Yeah. Like like I have like veins. <laughs> and then I have a heart rate monitor that I wear. So I and then I put all my shit. So the software tells me how many calories I burned the other day on a ride. I burned two thousand five hundred calories. God damn. I don't think I've ever burned that much like just normal life. Yes. Yeah. Have you noticed like your butt? being like nicer (laughs) (laughs) see the thing is i already have a fat ass so i think i'm i'm definitely feeling tone like in my legs like my whole like my hamstrings my quads and my butt are definitely and my calves are feeling firmer yeah which thank god because i've been weighing myself and i'm like why aren't you moving you stupid scale (laughs) it's 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 but clothes are fitting better there's less of me to squeeze yeah it's it's never like a direct correlation Mm -hmm. of like if you exercise you lose weight like it's more of like you exercise and your cardiovascular gets better yes my cardio has definitely gotten better yeah which which is cool too about cycling and mm -hmm. then using the software yeah is that that you can keep track of like how fast you're going which Mm -hmm. is really nice to know Yeah. yeah i i've never really been interested in those statistics yeah for any physical activity yeah yeah you don't need it <laughs> but it's like but don't, don't you know like i know like even if you have like a fat ass mm. like ha- is it at least perkier yeah nice actually i feel like everyone in this apartment is getting fitter yeah yeah because like uh, we live with three we live with a couple of roommates and the girls are always doing like those youtube hits yeah you can tell because they're always like fuck you they're just yelling at the tv yeah the, the i think it's like nice some, lady some russian lady yeah doing plyometrics yes yeah huh yeah, because I did notice, like, after, I, I think I noticed, like, two months ago or something, hmm. like, after cycling more than I ever have in my, well, actually, that's not true. After cycling a, a decent amount, yeah, a <laughs> lot, um, I, I think I, I, I just saw a picture of me from the side. And your bum was just, like, kind of like. Yeah, I was like, man. You can rest a cup on that thing. That's like a perky butt. And I was, yeah, it made me feel a certain way about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was horny for myself. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> No, it's just that you know, like I, I've I've never I've never been one to notice my butt. Yeah, but you know what's nice too, and I guess this is we have to wait for like phase two or whatever the fuck. I am gonna skip leg day, no problem. Mm. Like I feel like my, my like my legit my legs are freaking toned. Right. I've never felt my hamstring before, but I'm feeling it now. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, juicy. How else have you been like attempting to? That's all. <laughs> no, no. What was your question? No. How, how how else are you attempting to stay in some kind of shape? Well, I've this? gotten back a little bit more seriously into intermittent fasting. Mm. So, like this, what about this week? I've been waking up at twelve. Don't judge me. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I won't eat till four, and I'll stop eating at ten. So it's like a six-hour window. Okay. Yeah, it helps that I snore really loudly. So, like um, Rachel, my girlfriend, says like. If I eat before bed, I'm more likely to snore loudly. So she gets mad at me if I do. Ah. So I'm forced to stop eating it. Right. So it's, but like, yeah. a, it's like a curfew. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Nice. Yeah, it's a solid curfew. But yeah, I haven't really been. I mean, we have some free wits around the house. Maybe I should probably do it. I need to do, I need to do some strengthening work with my arm that's been broken. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But you know me. I'm the kind of guy that has all this equipment. Like, for example, I have two dumbbells and two kettlebells. Nathan's been using them. I have jump rope. I have equipment. Kettlebells are great. They're great. Kettle like doing um like 
I think I forgot what the exact conversion is, but I think something like doing twenty kettlebell swings is as good as doing like uh, twenty minutes of cardio or something like that. Because like it's they're oh no no f- they're weirdly fun uh, yeah. too. Is, do, you it, fun, do you find that kettlebell swings are fun? They're like getting the form right and like yeah. But I would say for me it's a bit nerve wracking because mm. I have lower back issues. So right, like, I always need to like watch myself. So I do them fairly slowly and I try not to jerk around too much. Right, 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 right. Because the few times that my back has really um, kind of turned on me mm. uh, was doing like heavy weights. Like and 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 where the pivot was my lower back. I remember like the worst one I ever had was when I was in a gym in China. I was trying to do a deadlift, hmm. which I thought I knew the form too, and I I, I do. But but those are notoriously difficult. Yeah, it, to get it, it, exactly it, right. It was yeah. just that when I was putting it down, mm. some You're weird rounded. some weird part. No, not even that. Some weird part of my muscle like memory or something. I don't know what it was. I had a weird impulse as i was putting it down and before it hit the ground my right foot took a step forward i don't know why okay it was just one of those things my body's automatically did because i was putting it down and then my right foot took a step forward causing my entire center of gravity to shift shift yeah and then boom like down the whole leg i just felt this like ah cannot stand up was it like a, sl- a slip disc kind of situation? Yeah, it slipped. Yeah, it, it, slipped. it slipped a bit more. <laughs> oh boy! Um, but I remember that was very alarming because I was by myself in a gym in China, and I and I, I'm not the kind of person that would be like, please call an ambulance, even <laughs> though you know I probably should have. But I was just like, I am going to grimace and bite my lip. <laughs> and walk around the gym until this feels better. And I did that for like 40 minutes. You just we walked off your slip disc for 45 minutes. Now, I, I walked around and like stretched yeah. and like used some things to like kind of suspend my lower back just to, you know, have yeah, it yeah, yeah. shift back in place. Um, but yeah, like it's because of terrifying shit like that that I always get a bit nervous with any kind of lower back exercise or just right. heavier weights in general. Makes sense. Yeah. But I, 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 I'm... Like, I feel like I haven't been paying too much attention to my fitness because for <laughs> for me, fitness is almost like a necessity. I, in, in, uh, no, not, not a necessity, like a, like a job necessity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I truly believe that if I wasn't in the line of work that I'm in, I would probably care 50% less. But is it like a looks thing or is it like a capability thing? Like, I feel like you wouldn't perform the way, the way you could perform if you weren't as fit. I'm not sure, but it's definitely, a lot of it is definitely a looks thing. Mm. A lot of it is definitely a looks thing because I, I have my own screwed up um, uh, uh, holdups on that, right? Uh-huh. Because I grew up as like a, a chubbier child. Yeah. And like when you get identified as like a fat person at any point in your life and it was a – and it left an impression on you, it's very hard to shake that off. Yeah, which it's, I think we deal with it with different ways. Yeah. Like I feel like I self-sabotage because I know it's like I'm like I'm doing great. This is the great I've ever done and I just rebound. Mm. Maybe I'm like self-sabotaging. I don't know. Well, I, I, th- I just get lazy. There's definitely a, a, a thing to that where it's kind of like because you think you're doing good that you start the loosening – Yeah, you loosen yeah. that grip. Like um, – like they they say the most dangerous thing to tell someone who's on a diet is hey you look great you're looking great cuz that's when they're like i'm done all right <laughs> it worked finally going to have that slice of pizza <laughs> but yeah for me yeah. it's definitely more of a looks thing of like um if i'm gaining weight i'll like i'll work it off so that i i i, I don't look as chubby yeah. on camera you know what my problem it's is it's very superficial but it's just what it is I, my problem is like I, I don't know if it's like a body image dysmorphia figure but i i've never seen 
like progress. Like when people are like, oh, maybe maybe just how big I am already. But it, I've never been like, oh yeah, I can see the difference. I think you or can. I, th- I think that's not something that is immediately obvious while you're in it. Yeah, but it's definitely something that is obvious in retrospect. Like if you look yes. back, like um, picture. Okay, for example. Sure. Like, remember when we were about, like, a year into the podcast? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That you were, like, doing some kind of intense shit. Yeah. Like, running, dieting, fasting, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of those things almost I look like good. simultaneously. I got that perky butt. You were just smaller. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I just remember, I just remember like, seeing older pictures of, like, that, that time um, and noticing that, huh, you look... It, it, it's it, it, smaller might not be the right word it just uh, you looked strange <laughs> i looked strange at the time because it wasn't in like, the photos because it's not an like, image like, of you, that, not you it's not an image of you that i'm used to I right guess. um but yeah like well, i think it's easier to look back in retrospect sure and then maybe based on that you can kind of gauge like what you need to do for yourself yeah. you know it's funny it's lucky that i have a girlfriend who's very honest she's like Give me back 2017, John. Like, that's literally what you'll say. Because <laughs> when we met, that was, I think that's roughly around the same time-ish yeah. that you're talking about. Yeah. Because that's when I was like, got a personal trainer and I was being very serious about it. And I was tracking all my cats. Yeah, yeah, that was probably around the same time. Yeah, it was. And then Rachel was like, go back to that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, if you can think back in that time and like, if you, like, do you remember if you were happy? Do you remember if you were like... I was driven, which was nice. Mm. You know what I mean? Did you notice like more positive thinking or were you kind of like always miserable about the fact that you had to do this and then that and then this? I don't know. No, I think I felt pretty good actually. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing about it, right? It's such a weird... Because I I look back at at times when I was more fit as well and Mm. like I have no complaints. I kind of enjoyed it. I enjoyed feeling more like grounded. But it was definitely like... It became such a big part of my lifestyle, mm. which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. Because at the time, I was working at Universal Studios, and my job was fucking easy. So all I had to worry, all I really had to like, my a, my main energy, and like I wasn't doing improv so much. I couldn't do I couldn't do improv. Um, you sucked at it. No, I was, I was always good. At, I was legally not allowed to do improv, so I didn't have that in my life at the time. Yeah, um, yeah I wasn't really doing much photography, but like. Um, yeah, I kind of took it, which is how I'm taking Circuit Breaker 2 now. Like, I'm trying to write, which is going great, actually. That's the most, I've done the most writing I've ever done mm. in this period, uh, which is wonderful. But I've, like, literally taken serious, like, oh, okay, I'm going to get on my bike at least four times a week, and I've been sticking to that. Nice. So I'm probably going to go tonight. But no, I feel pumped. But isn't it yeah. strange, though, that like, we look back at those times when we were, like, at our fittest or whatever, mm. and, like, it was probably a good time in our lives, but then, like, for some reason, our bodies are, like, resistant against going back to that. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, it's weird that, like, the discipline does, doesn't combine with that feeling of, like, yeah, I, I remember how that felt, and it yeah. felt good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's stupid. <laughs> That's what it is. I think it's really just because a bag of chips is always... So great. Yeah, it's it's an undeniable experience. It's cool. It's right there in the title. <laughs> I'm more of a nacho cheesier guy. Cheese that doesn't belong to you. Nacho cheese. And I don't know if you've noticed, mm. but in the last... I, 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 I honestly have... I can't really keep track of time, but I'm guessing two or three months. Mm. Have you noticed a severe lack of Doritos? In Singapore? Yeah. No. Really? I haven't tried to buy any, though. Oh, okay. See, that's the thing. (laughs) I almost... Like, that's almost, like, the only chip I ever get. Like, because for me, it's, like, chips or... for, for, For me, it's, like, there is no spectrum. 
in terms of like, oh, this is a healthy chip. This is yeah, a yeah, slightly yeah. If you're healthy. gonna go bad, yeah. If I'm yeah. gonna fuck myself, I'm gonna fuck myself all the way. Yeah, you can right? do it. You can do something wrong. Do it right. Exactly. Um, so Doritos is like my weapon of choice. Right. And I swear to you, listeners, you can tweet. Really? I don't know. Can't Instagram find them? at me. Instagram. But for the last two three months, it's just it's there's been a severe shortage. Which makes me think that Doritos are Singapore's most popular chip. Wow. I've definitely I, noticed the lack of flour. Mm, yeah, because everyone wants to bake their bake, own fucking sourdough now. Yeah. <laughs> but Doritos, I have noticed. Which which makes me realize, wow, I haven't bought Doritos in a while. Hey, congratulations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just bought a bag like um nice. like five days ago or something. Nice. Because I saw it at a seven eleven. Yeah, like, you had oh. to have it. Like it, it, it. Oh, was it the weird Middle Eastern one? No, no, it was a sizable bag and all that. Okay, there was just, just like this glow around it. I was like, oh, I'm like, I haven't seen you in ages because like cold storage is out, fair price is out. That's weird. Yeah, I just not seen it. Like now, if I go to like, um, th- there's a cold storage near my family place. Mm-hmm. The only chips that they have, and it's very telling of like what consumers don't want, <laughs> right. is Lay's Kyushu seaweed flavor. Yeah, those are gross. And um, Kettle Chips Korean barbecue. Those are actually not that bad. I know, but they're not great. They're not great. <laughs> like, in terms of a chip, you can do worse. But in terms of a kettle chip, you can definitely do better. You know what's a sleeper chip? Seven Eleven kettle chips. They do this. They do salt and vinegar. They do salt and pepper. Agree they do to jalapeno. disagree. Really, you don't like them? Only because the salt and vinegar one is decent, but the jalapeno one is kind of. Eh. Well, jalapeno. Like, what's a good jalapeno flavored anything? Snyder's pretzel bits. I hate those so much. Why? I hate them so much. They taste like ass. They're so good. They they're, taste like they taste like how jalapenos taste. Like they're spicy and they're, they're almost like intolerably spicy. <laughs> Well, I mean, especially when you compare it to what are the other ones? There's the honey mustard and the cheddar. Those are so good. Yeah, honey mustard. And the jalapeno one is like gross. And really? I thought I thought one day I'd get fancy and mix the cheddar and the jalapeno. It did not work out. Really? I don't like them. Okay, agree to then. disagree. I agree to disagree. No, because like for me, um, yes, the cheese one is great. Honey mustard is and onion is great. Um, but to me, those are like dangerous because it's like once I start, it's not. It's just gonna be done. Yeah, and those things fill up your stomach. Yeah, like. Pretzels are dense. Yeah. Like, if, if I start a bag of those Snyder's bits, I won't stop until they're done. Yeah. But if I get the jalapeno ones, they're honestly a bit too, hot. too spicy for me to eat the whole bag. So I always find myself eating like 10 or 15 at a time, and then I'll store it and keep it. And that's like the only junk food that I have successfully like been able to ration. <laughs> that's funny. If ever I don't finish a bag of Snyder's, it's because my jaw gets tired from crunching them. Because mm. they're hard and crunchy in all the best ways. I'm trying to think of like another sleeper chip. Okay, this isn't really a sleeper. It's more of like it's not available here. Mm. But Doritos Flaming Hot. I've never tried those. Yeah. Are they like Cheetos Flaming Hot? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That sounds like, good. Flaming Hot is now doing a thing where they're just like going across everything. There's oh, like, <laughs> yeah. It's a cross promotional. Pretty much. There's like Flaming Hot Ruffles, Flaming Hot Doritos, over. Flaming Hot Everything. But Flaming Hot Ruff uh, Doritos. That sounds good. Because it's like a spicy, cheesy nacho. And it's. Oh, actually, I just went against my whole thing. I like jalapeno Cheetos more than I like Flaming Hot Cheetos. Yes. Ha- jalapeno Cheetos are good. Jalapeno Cheetos are superior because the Flaming Hot thing is very specific. Yeah. And it's mostly like citric acid and vinegar. Yeah, no? I mean, that's how I feel about McSpicy's. But it's like McSp- the way you're describing a Flaming Hot Cheetos, how I feel about a McSpicy. Like the vinegar and citric? Not necessarily the but it's like it's too spicy for the spice. It's just spicy. Right. I it's don't know. Too, too hot to handle. D- great show. <laughs> um, have you tried, maybe when you're in Boston, have you tried Andy Capp's Hot Fries? 
Uh, e- little I, sticks. I know what the bag looks stick. like. There's I've, a guy on the front. I never bought it. Those are awesome. I never bought it because Singapore had a version when I was growing up. Oh, really? Yeah. They either came in like original salt flavor or ketchup flavored. What are those? Um, they're not around anymore? I forgot what they're called. But like I remember when I went, I, I, I used to go for um, Chinese tuition mm-hmm. um, in this like lady's house. Like it was one of those private tuition things where it was just in her apartment. Sure. Um, with a bunch of other kids. And she would always, in the mid part of the lesson, give me some kind of snack. And at the end of the lesson, give me some kind of chocolate. This kind of explains... Answer some questions. Yes. (laughs) Um, But it was her way of, you know, keeping us going. Sure. It was her way of, like, keeping us motivated. Because it would be like, if you don't finish this, you don't get the chips. (laughs) Um, But she would... I would always love it when she had these, like, ketchup fry chips. But they were, like... They weren't, like, from... They weren't, like, US or anything. I remember them being, like, a local... Yeah, either Malaysian or Chinese. I can't remember what they're called. And I don't ever see them anymore. Uh, Like, that shit and Nestle Choco Crisps... What's that? ...are, like, the two, like, childhood snacks that I just don't see very often. Um, They came in this, like, hexagonal box. Uh Uh-huh. And the opening of it was like a flower. Like the, the box opened up like a flower, like the top of it. Like oh, okay. it, it was like many, you know. Yeah, it was petals. Yeah. They were like, then you unfurled the box like that. And the actual thing was like, it looked like, um, I guess the best, like the closest description is it looked like a frito. What the fuck? It looked like a frito that was covered in chocolate and then drizzled with like dark chocolate. Nestle Choco. That seems like a weird container for something that you're describing. I yeah, like I know. I know. It, it was in a cardboard box, and it was an. Aluminium. And there's a bag inside. Yeah, right? there's a bag yeah. inside. But like, it was the snack of my childhood, or like one of the you know many snacks of my childhood. I hear you, brother. <laughs> um, that I just don't see anymore, and I don't know why. Or like, if they're out there, it's hard to find. What if I'll it show was you like a picture of it? What if it was like the. I've never seen those in my life. You've never, never seen them? No. Chocolate chips. What if, what if it was like just the your tuition teacher like made those? Oh no, I'm I'm showing you Yeah, a, I know. I'm showing you a picture <laughs> of it. I know right you show me a picture from Google, but like wouldn't that be crazy? Maybe. But this one I just remember getting it from like the local supermarket. Alright. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I used to be a that, like I have a real junk food problem that I've only just recently tried to fix. Like <laughs> legit when I was in secondary school. And this was even, like, after my chubbier phase. This was just, like, old habits, die hard kind of situation. Mm. Back in secondary school, I would buy a whole bar of Cadbury chocolate, like, the big ones. Right. And I'd just, like, sit in bed and eat it. Man, that's crazy. (laughs) My go-to was um, uh, the Black Forest one, I think. That sounds good. It had, like, jelly bits inside. You know what it reminds me of? Dude, like, you know, before... My first serious girlfriend, mm-hmm. I didn't have a sweet tooth. Yeah. Like, I would never have desserts. Really? Now I can't not. I need huh. to have like a, a, like a, something at the end that's a dessert. That's like a piece of fruit at the, at the very least, which is fucked up. Damn you, Rachel Marley. <laughs> I'm not too hard up about that. Like, I mean, I appreciate sweets more than anybody. And I definitely know I have a sweet tooth. But, I'm ju- but like, my point is like, first of all, man, I'd be off better if I never got into it. But like, how the fuck did I get so fat without having a sweet tooth? <laughs> I just really like savory junk food. I mean, salt can do a number on you. Dude, when I was a kid, I didn't like chocolate, man. I didn't huh. like chocolate. Huh. Now I'm okay. 
Yeah, you still don't love chocolate. Yeah, I don't love right? chocolate. Like, yeah. Chocolate ice cream is like a no-no for I you. I hate chocolate ice cream. Yeah, that's there's something wrong with that. <laughs> Dude, like I've tr- I, I even tried it. I was like, all right, all this watching of fucking um uh hey, what are they called <laughs> Red and Link? What are they called? Good Mythical Morning. Yeah. Like when they were going through all their like the chocolate flavors and yeah. the ice creams, I'm like, oh, that looks great. So I went to fucking Ben and Jerry's and I was like, let me try this. The number one flavor of according to Red and Link. I'm like, that's disgusting to me. What's it called? The chocolate fudge brownie. I forgot, one? but it was. It sounds good on paper. Fish food. There was peanut butter involved and some kind of oh, like. Oh right, 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 thing. right, right, right. But yeah, no, no. Give me. I don't like it. Don't like chocolate flavored stuff. I'm a huge, just sugar junkie. I mean, I will take whatever chocolate. You know, definitely. Then cycling's your sport, bro, because they actively make you. They actively promote the idea of eating sugar when you're on a cycle on a bike. Really? Yeah, because when you when you bike seriously, when you're like road biking, when you bike seriously, when you're real, when you're a real cyclist, <laughs> when you have your tights on. No, but like you use up your glycogen stores. So, like, have you ever had the sensation of like you're cycling and all of a sudden you just have no energy? No, you've never bonked, is what we call that. Um, sometimes my like my my thighs will feel a, bit, a little bit blasted. No, no, it's not a muscle thing. It's just literally, it's just like you're just you demeanor, it's just like you just hit a wall. Never, no, it's never. called bonking. It's it's when your glycogen stores are depleted. No, but why? What about cycling that has that makes it that specific that doesn't apply to other like cardio? Like it, it happens in other ones too, but I think because cyclists will go for hours, like right. hours, like it's normal to go for like a three hour cycle, right? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty un, pretty un, not normal to go for a three hour run. I think, mm. right? Yeah. So like you'll use up your. It's definitely use uh, possible to use up your glycogen like, stores. So like, um, you'll always have like a little nutrition bar or like a gel if you're really crazy to like top it up right and the weird thing is that i've experienced it i've been like oh fuck i feel like shit mm-hmm. and i'll like rip open my little like uh little bar or like a candy thing i'll suck it down and like five minutes later i'm like I'm like like huh. like a cartoon bunny coming back to life i've never okay i think in general i've just never really been one to monitor things like that like yeah blood sugar levels and all of that you, like, you just don't notice it i think you just don't I, cycle i, I genuinely enough i genuinely think i just don't notice it mm-hmm. or maybe because like i never have low blood sugar levels because sure. I, I take quite a bit of sugar just in general yeah like i i'm i'm, I'm the guy that buys like those gummies in 7-eleven <laughs> and i'll just kind of like doop, doop, doop. <laughs> yeah um it's yeah maybe it's that maybe it's just because like, i just have a decent amount of sugar in yeah, my blood yeah, stream yeah. at all times but I've never, up. yeah, I've never experienced that, or I've never experienced like any. But I'm talking like Nathan. The only time I even I feel it yeah. is like an hour fifteen straight of like mm-hmm. going like twenty kilometers an hour. Mm. So like if you're stopping quite a bit and you're like whatever resting and yeah, I'm not sure. I've yeah. definitely like hit some kind of wall when running. Mm. But I have also hit runner's high a few times. Runner's high is good. You get I get cycling high every time. Runner's high is pretty great. Like it's it, it really feels like you're high. Yeah, because your endorphins are firing. You are high. Yeah, yeah. and it, and it also just like my favorite part about runner's high is that you just don't feel any, or at least I stop feeling things below my waist. Like <laughs> my legs become. Oh, you're talking about while you're running. Yeah, because mine's always like when I'm done. Oh, I no, no, I'm no. Like, Whoo, I like, feel good. For me, the runner's high will come, like, if I'm, say, like, again, I don't measure the run. I don't sure, know, sure, maybe, sure. like, 10 or 15 in. How long? In, min, minutes into it. Okay, yeah. Oh, minutes? No, like, yeah, like, time Maybe, marks. like, close, when I hit close to an hour. Yeah. Or so. Yeah. Um, 
I've never run for that I, long. I just stop <laughs> feeling like my legs. Like really? my legs just become these things that are flopping below me. Oh, I've and never I experienced stop, that. I stop becoming aware that like I'm exerting effort onto the floor and mm-hmm. pushing them. Because, you know, for most times when I'm running, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, yeah, most times when I'm running, I'm thinking about how my legs are moving mm-hmm. and like the distance in which like the, my strides are. Cadence and all that shit. Yeah, but... Whenever I hit that runner's high and that endorphin rush, that feeling when it's kind of just like... You run like Phoebe from Friends. A little bit. Does that happen? <laughs> like, uh, like all, I, all I start to feel is the wind in my hair, mm. my hands moving, and I'm aware of that movement. Yeah. I can still control that movement, but my legs are just kind of on autopilot. Well, I, I think at yeah. that point, it's a mix of like runner's high maybe, plus like some kind of like muscular memory slash atrophy <laughs> like yeah. they're just degenerated and they're just like Ugh. i'm wondering if i should get back into running because hmm. there was a period when i was running there a good solid six months where i was running pretty regularly mm-hmm. and i fucking hated it <laughs> like, uh. like should i just accept that i don't like running and just stick with cycling because i love cycling yeah i mean I guess so yeah. do what works for you i personally i i enjoy running but i don't do it as often again lower back thing Mm. Um, because I used to run a lot and I also used to experience lower back pain a lot more. Sure. Nowadays, I don't run as much and I don't experience back pain that much. Makes so sense. direct correlation there. Um, mostly because, you know, running is a very high impact thing. Yeah. Especially because um, my left leg is longer than my right. Yeah. By like a little bit. My but, right leg is longer than my left yeah. leg. But yeah. that little bit of length difference makes for higher impact every time you land on the shorter side. Mm. Um so yeah, for me, cardio nowadays, it's really just like cycling. Um, once pools start to open again, I, I can't wait to swim. I really miss swimming. Like in our pool? Just in general. Yeah. I, I, I miss being in a body of water. I miss just feeling water all around me. Um, I can't wait for that shit. But yeah, honestly, at this point, why are pools and gyms in apartments still closed? I think phase one. I think they'll come back phase one. Yeah, because if, like I was thinking about it the other day. Like... Is it <laughs> like them being closed doesn't make a huge difference because if it's in the apartment complex, it's in the apartment complex. I don't know. You're I think more it's... likely to get it from the doorknob of the of the front door. I think it's just it's they're just enforcing social distancing. I guess, but then it's also like a thing where it's forcing people to get very creative with how they exercise, which is not always government approved. Mm. You know, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, I can't swim. Like, oh, I run? No, fuck that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up this guitar and I'm gonna swing it to and fro. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just thinking like, where? What are all the kids that used to be screaming at the pool every afternoon? They're Robertson doing? Key, bro. Yeah. Fucking assholes. That is true. Something that happened. So crowded this this weekend. There were a bunch of um, people. Most, you can say it, white people. Well, mostly expats. <laughs> mostly expats um, that were gathered up at Robertson Key. Yeah. Um, outside a bar called Taps. And they were just like sitting around. I've been to Taps. Taps no, great. No masks. Yeah. They're just sitting just by having the a picnic. steps. Pretty much. Having a little stubby. And it was kind of gross to see because, well, there, there were many facets of it that were kind of gross to see because, one, they clearly just had no regard for the safety of anyone around them. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's it's the bar is part of this, like, park-ish kind of I, thing. I'm not sure of the full story, by the way. Did they buy beers from Tap? Yes. And then they just, instead of... With, but, like, I mean, that's kind of naive on Tap to be like, just make sure you take it home and drink it at home. That's pretty naive. Well, it's because not all places can afford to have, like... 
uh, social distancing enforcers because mm. like mm. they're already low on staff. So the, like everyone that works there is inside. Right. Bigger restaurants, bigger chains, bigger companies, they do have social distancing enforcers that like instead of – so the person that used to be the receptionist, now you are the social yeah, yeah. distancing but enforcer. Is, but is that legit? Their business model is like we need to sell our beer, man. That's what we have. So let's sell our beers and tell them to take it home. They're not going to take it home. They're going to walk with it. No, like I mean – At least. Like – And they were like saying that they sat at tables but it, most, the tables didn't belong to Most tap. bars are still – open because most bars in singapore yeah, also yeah. sell food so like they are open through grab so therefore they're open only for takeaway like most restaurants and most fmb are right and that's essentially what that bar was doing like you can order from grab or you can go there and pick it up and then bring it back home it's just that those people decided to take it just outside and sit down um causing the business to shut down because yeah. like they people facebooked it and it got recorded but it's also like shining a very like harsh light on the fact that different neighborhoods in this country are policed differently. Sure. You know, different yeah. communities are policed differently um, depending on socioeconomic status, depending on the neighborhood that you live in, depending on ethnicity. Yeah, because that, that never should have, ha- have happened. No. Because, like, because, like, that Robertson King area is some a place I pass through when I cycle quite often. I, it isn't anymore. Because it got so fucking crowded. Like, every time I go through there, like, well, no matter what time, yeah. afternoon, early evening, late evening, it's always crowded. Packed. Just packed with expats and their helpers. And I just hear Filipino everywhere. I'm like, it's great. But other than that, I'm like, don't sneeze on me. Yeah. So it's cool, though, because it forced me to cycle on the street, which is much better and much more safe. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. I don't know. It's It's more of just like... I think it takes a very special kind of ignorance to have done that because mm. especially because okay, like if it happened like two months ago, if it happened like At even of, a month and yeah. a half ago, then, you know, it's somewhat understandable. People are still getting used to it or like, you know, that's just uh, adjusting to a new way of life. But like after going through this for three months, like honestly, I would feel terrified like to if, if I were even with like another person mm-hmm. sitting in a public area. But for them to be in a gathering of like nine or ten people, yeah, like sat down like that in such close proximity around other people, it's more of just like, how ignorant can you be, or yeah. like how invincible do you think you are? And like, does that inv- is that invincibility a product of like privilege? Yeah, the answer is yes. So I think a lot of times it's just like I just want fresh air, right? I just want my kids to have some exercise. That's what that's what they would say, right? No, no. See, okay, that that's fine. Like, I it's 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 inevitable if parks get crowded because all the moms want to take their kids and dogs out for a walk at the sure. same time. But this was a different case. This was a group of people mm-hmm. that looked like a group of friends. I'm guessing. I'm not sure because there were at least like eight to ten people there. And they were gathered up by the staircase, uh, like just sitting down next to each other, having a little picnic. Limoncello. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was like you know, if parks are crowded because everyone just wants to go for a run at the same time, that's honestly like you just can't help that. If yeah. that's going to happen, that's going to happen. That depends yeah. on work hours. But the problem is, and, is that that they feel like that's their park because it's like that. I'm sure their condos are right near there. And that's like it's by the river, and there are like little exercising machines. So it is that stretch, kind of is like their park. It just so happens they have a place to buy beer. So I don't know. It's, it it's, sucks all around. It's it's more so the fact that they sat down without masks, yeah. with beers, sat like you know around a very crowded area. Yeah, it's probably because they're like, oh yeah, they're probably like, oh yeah. Did you hear the the community? What is only it's like four cases? Blah blah blah. It's fine. Let's celebrate. We're done. I mean, okay. Honestly, there is some truth to that. 
Like, because all the cases that we're seeing in Singapore is uh, they're coming from the migrant workers' yeah. dormitories or from frontliners. Yeah. You know? So, realistically, and not even being all that optimistic, just being realistic, it is probably not in the general community anymore. Yeah. But no one's going to say that until it's yeah. completely gone. And it's still got to abide by the rules. And yeah, still, yeah. like, role model, you know. Like, exactly. Be a role model. Yeah. <laughs> because, honestly, at this point, it is kind of up to how well can the government contain it because yeah. almost everybody that has or everybody that has it in Singapore um is either working directly with the government through like you know healthcare or whatever yeah. frontline or they're from the dormitories yeah so like, really, I just got a, I just got a text from the I just got a WhatsApp from the government yeah we're close uh and they were like um 99% are linked to known clusters. So they've got it controlled. Yeah. Now, if they can keep it under control is a different question. Yeah. So it's really on, on them, right? But they're not going to say it's all on us because the moment they say, yeah. hey, y'all can do whatever the fuck you want. No, they have to yeah. definitely like still keep people on their toes. Yeah, and let's not forget that Circuit Breaker is still on for 11 more days. Yeah. That's not short. So yeah, yeah, we'll drop it down. Yeah. Get to phase three. That's the goal, man. Just like Marvel. I just want to get to phase three. <laughs> I thought we were already in phase four. We're in phase zero with terms of circuit breaker. Uh, poor Black Widow. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> She's never going to get that like time to shine. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, though. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Florence Pugh. I got a lot of time for that chick. You know she's dating Zach Braff? Really? Yeah. It's like a four, like a 30-year age difference or some shit. Did you know that... Plus. Um, what's his name that played Shazam? Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, what am I thinking about? No, we're both talking about the right thing. Just uh, Will Shaq's movie? Shaq was Kazam. Kazam. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Zachary Levi. Yes. Um, did he have another name? Shazam. Was that his name? Yeah. Captain that, Marvel. That, Captain Marvel. Yes, but they couldn't use it because you know Marvel. Got it. Yeah. Shazam. Yeah. Billy something. Zachary something Levi. Yeah. Billy. But Braxton, Bur- Burley, Braxton, Bra- Tony Billy, Braxton. Yeah, um, Zachary Levi is probably dating Yvette Nicole Brown. Shut up! From Community. That's weird. <laughs> Why? It just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Why, John? Elaborate. On multiple sh- like their shows are completely different wavelengths. It's like Chuck and Community, that's different. How much older is she than him? Um, He's so I, tall. She's so short. I, I'm pretty sure they're like around the same. Everything age. but race, really. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, speaking of community, uh, they aired that table read ah, episode. Yeah. We watched this afternoon. Oh it was lovely. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's so funny. I don't remember that episode, by the way. No? I'm starting to think, did I not watch Scrubs after season four? Because every time I see, I always see Rachel watching some stuff, I'm like... Wait, no, no. I'm talking that. about community, not Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, community. Okay. I'm thinking, like, did I watch everything after Dan Harmon came back? I'm trying to wonder. Because one, two, and three, I kind of remember, and then, like... Everything after that's a bit of a blur, but yeah, watching that, it that episode was, so was in season five. Season five, yeah, it was the, it was when Pierce left, and I vaguely remember it. Like when the sperm started coming out, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of remember this. It was hilarious because like they got Ped- so funny. They got Pedro Pascal to play the Walton Goggins role, and I it, it seemed as if he was cold reading the script. It was because he, he got to the, he started cracking up. <laughs> he was like he couldn't contain himself. So uh, he's like, how do you guys do this? But that was that was, was great. I, I I I watched it like live last night. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, because I was still awake at 5 a.m. Did, did you watch the Q&A? We haven't watched that yet. Yeah, I watched that. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty Was good. it good? 
Um, I watched the Q&A like this morning when I was like booting up my systems. Yeah, yeah. But, um... <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I had, cause I had like a late... It takes 40 minutes for my computer to turn on. No, so no I, was, put on my phone. I was booting up my personal systems. Oh, right. Because I... Nathan 2.0. Yeah, because yeah. I was awake till uh, 5.45 because I was sure. watching the community thing. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so it took me a while to wake up this morning, but I, I, I watched the Q&A and it's just... It's great. Like... I was surprised because, like, fucking Parks and Rec came up with a new episode. Mm-hmm. So when Community was like, we're going to do a reading, I'm like, that's going to be lame. But I fucking loved it. It was so great. It's, it's still pretty great. It was so amazing to see them just slip back into character. Like, yeah. no problem. Yeah. Like, Danny Pudi was just like, you're Abed. No problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck, it's great. It's still fantastic. And, like, it's and, even more amazing to mm-hmm. see, like, how much love that they had for the project. Yeah. Like, you can, you can yeah, really yeah, yeah. tell. Because, like... I, I've been binging Community pretty hard, no secret. I've been talking about it for weeks now. <laughs> yeah. um, but I've also been binging like a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. And across all the behind-the-scenes stuff, the same complaint is always, our hours are too long, our hours are too long, our hours are too long. Sure. <laughs> but like none of them really seem to be bitter about it. Mm. Like If anything, they were like, yeah, the hours were shit, but like these people were great. Yeah, like, oh, separate Chevy Chase. <laughs> and yeah, I just I just love seeing stuff like that because like, it's it's... Like, I'm pretty sure we all have that feeling of, like, you know, be it, like, a play that we did or, like, a project group that we had. You know, like, that team where everything just kind of clicked. Yeah. I, I really miss that. That's, I hear That's you. one of the biggest reasons why I miss theater. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Hopefully I can do some next year. Um, yeah. You know, it's weird because I kind of, I didn't, as I was watching Community when it was coming out live, I didn't really know who Dan Harmon was. Mm-hmm. And then now af- after Harmon Quest and fucking Rick and Morty. Yeah. And Harmon Town, yeah, like his podcast. Like I'm like I very am aware of who Dan Harmon is now. His like, voice is very clear, very clear. So like I kind of it's kind of nice. Like when they watch when we're watching the reading, how much of a big part he played, and how much see how much everyone loved him. But it's also like even ob- more obvious now as I'm older that like because before there were the characters Jeff, Annie, Britta, mm-hmm. Abed, Troy, like mm-hmm. um, Shirley, but Pierce. But now like. As I'm watching it, it's like, oh, that's Dan. That's Dan. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, different yeah, yeah, aspects yeah, of, of Dan his, Harmon. Yeah, like it's it's really his voice. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's weird tangent. Weird tangent. Uh, yeah, you're saying that you hope to do like theater next year. Honestly, man, mm. I am. I I <laughs> the first gig any of us do is gonna be so fucking weird. Yeah, it's gonna be so strange to do like my first gig with like a live audience after all of this. I can't wait. I I, I just I just I well, it's gonna be so exciting to just like be in front of like fifty or hundred or two hundred people. Okay, because I had a taste of what it's like. So I did was it one one socially distant improv show. Mm-hmm. So I did a show for an audience of ten, and there was huge spaces and everything. That that was that was weird. Yeah, like yeah. Do you, are you saying it's gonna be weird just because it's gonna by then it would have been so long. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be... Because I, it's not going to happen for a while. Yeah. I'm guessing maybe not even till like October, November, December. <sighs> yeah. You know? um, it's just going to be so strange to see so many people in front of me and then they're all next to each other and then <laughs> I'm in front of them and I'm like... Yeah. And I'm breathing and, and, and exhaling very heavily into a microphone. <laughs> Everyone's going to be wearing masks. It's going to be interesting. But... um. Yeah, I, 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 there's definitely, like, <laughs> it makes me a little bit nervous just thinking about it, but I think that's, you know, going back to what you said earlier about, like, we're in this strange comfort zone now, yeah, and, like, yeah. moving into any other phase is definitely going to feel strange, it's definitely going to feel different, but, eh, you know, 
we did pretty okay going into this. We're going to be fine coming out of it. Sure. I mean, I still think it's like, oh, God, there's the, the, only, the only way I'm going to make money is for this podcast. <laughs> like, that's <what> I, <laughs> and that's very scary. Like, I feel like I need to, like, devote myself more to the podcast and make it more of a professional thing. That's what I feel. Because, like, Just oh, branch God. out. Do your own solo series under the Good Hang Network. <laughs> Good, John. Yeah, something that, you know, you can just kind of do whenever. But yeah. also, there's tons of way to make money. It's 2020, and there's the internet. Ugh, a lot of ways to spend money. Yeah, lots of ways to spend money, lots of ways to make money. Um, more money, more problems, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. Yeah. There's, there's always ways to make money. Like, I, that, like, yeah, there's always a way to make money, especially, especially in the creative scene. There's never not a way to make a quick buck somewhere. You got to help me out, man, because I'm at a loss. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> My bank account is at a loss. Oh, God. We'll talk. We'll Whatever. talk. Um, yeah. No, because like, I'm, yeah. Let's not get into that. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just looking at my friends. I'm looking at my Facebook. I'm like, man, this is very sad. Why? What about like, it? No, people are either saying like like there's like uh, like support groups that are trying to help people out, and people are like, right. like in a way, you said yeah, there are always ways to make money. But when I see people like uh, join my workout class and just donate, I'm just like, this is sad. A little bit, yeah. I, I'm gonna have a Corona cabaret. Please donate. I'm like, this is sad. But the thing is, I have a podcast. Support my Patreon. That's really sad. <laughs> Guys, support the picture. <laughs> no, but but the thing sad. is, like, um, uh, it, it can be seen as sad or whatever, right? But it's really like uh, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah, totally. And like, like there's everyone, something nice. About, everyone like, needs to start somewhere, yeah, and like yeah, yeah. the start of it is very seldomly going to be glamorous. The start of it mm. is always going to be a little bit sad. The start of it is always going to so be true. a little bit like yeah. No, and there's something yeah. you said also about people keeping the candle burning, which I love. Yeah, definitely. Like but, I think yeah. with any kind of endeavor or of any kind of like. Um, goal that you want to reach mm. the toughest thing is starting mm-hmm. and like yeah like I think with with like the multiple platforms we have at our disposal there's tons of ways to go about it true and like with the devices that we have in our hands and in our you know like stuffed away in our cupboards there's so much potential in everything that we own also true there's so much potential for creation Ugh. like I've been following this photographer um on instagram Mm -hmm. um whose name is like some kind of slavic shit so i can't remember (laughs) but um (laughs) he does this really cool thing he's been like he's been facetiming no no like there's that as well Mm. but he's been putting out like these um youtube tutorials of like uh how to do these really interesting photos mostly just using long exposure times Mm -hmm. sparklers and like steel wool like random props here and there and like it's 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 fascinating i think his name is like jordy coalitic oh wow i did find it wow <laughs> jordy coalitic but check it out like mm. he puts the up show these y'all. really trippy photos and then you can go to his youtube and he shows you exactly how he does it exactly what lens he uses the exposure time aperture and everything and it makes me want to like learn photos <laughs> 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 You're inspired. It makes me want to learn, learn how to do photos. Do photos. But at the same time, it's like, I've got too much shit to do already. Like, yeah. I'm going to get out of this being like a sick video editor. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Well, you, well, you know what I've been doing? I feel like this is start of a, I feel like we're starting a new podcast. But <laughs> a new episode, I mean. But like, yeah, I've been taking sketch writing classes yeah. from like this, this uh, girl from UCB in New York. Mm-hmm. 
which weirdly she was my UC she was my improv teacher when I was in New York. Right. But it's cool because she has an, a sketch show on on Netflix right now called Astronomy Club. Uh, so like, yeah. what's cool about Corona is that it opens up these opportunities. Yeah. Which I guess I should like flip around and give out opportunity. I don't know. Whatever. I want to go cycling now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I. That's the conclusion that I've come forget to. Forget about the world. It helps. Yeah. Um. I hope you guys are doing well. As well as can be. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys are doing as well as you can be, no matter where you are in the world. Um, you know, some some of you might be on the come down, some of you might be at the peak, some of you might be uh, in you know, cuddling, wherever it is. But um, foreplay. <laughs> wherever you are, we hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying healthy. Hope you're staying in touch with your loved ones. Uh, call your grandma um, or whatever the other equivalent of oldest relative that you have that might not have as much contact with the outside world <laughs> um and yeah stay safe y'all awesome shout out to mel thank you for your lovely message you're the best thanks for the hang hey what a place to be it's a good day for a good time with a good hang It's a good day for a good time with a good hang What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing It's a good day for a good time with a good hang